welcome back to the F1 podcast. I'm joined by David. And it's Alan's out and away we go. Yeah. <laughs> Alan won't be uh, with us for this podcast, but he will be back, hopefully, for the next one. So. Here we are again, 2023. Yeah, we've quite a few surprises in store. <laughs> Why, did you not fully predict what was going to happen? I wish I could have predicted. I wish I could have put money on that. Oh, tell me about it. But yeah, the Bahrain Grand Prix, the, now the season opener. It appears that has finally been wrestled from Australia's cold, dead hands. Well, it's had... That'll be the fifth... Well, it's the fifth time. It's not been as long as that since we had a loan in Australia. I thought it was just... It was COVID. It was on the COVID year. It got switched, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's the, it's the fifth time that it's actually been classed as the season opener. For some bizarre reason. Yeah, 2021 it was. Then 2020 got cancelled. Anyway, I thought... I think it was Australia in 2019. So that's yeah. only four years ago. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. No. If you want to hear the, if you want to hear the calendar podcast, that's Thursdays on. <laughs> And, I mean, before we get into it, I mean, you saw, I thought, we both didn't actually see any, or hardly any of pre-season testing, so we didn't know what to expect. I saw none. I only saw headlines through Facebook, obviously through work and various things. I wasn't. Hmm. I take you it, know, and... I take it you didn't catch any practice. Nope, I caught. Most of Q3, mm. kind of, and then obviously into the race. I just jump work and that the way it is, unfortunately. Yeah. It's one of them where it wasn't at a bad time, but it wasn't, a, to me, like five, six o'clock, I have a far better chance of being available. Three o'clock still pushing it a little bit for me to be. But you're going to be good. Uh... It's, I think it's about the same time for... Saudi next week, isn't it? Uh, or will it be later, actually? It could be later. Saudi uh, five, Saudi's five. Five o'clock at night, that's not too bad. Then it'd be Australia that's the shitter. <laughs> so we have... Five o'clock, five o'clock at night on Mother's Day, so good luck getting that one faster, mate. Quite easy. <laughs> Yeah, well, just it's the Spanish one that needs to be done on race night. Yeah, yeah, we can cross that bridge when we get there. Um, the, the only reason we don't do them on race night now is because there was such a run last season. For anybody listening to this who's wondering why, we had a real run last season where the FIA decided to go for a conference before making certain results. Mm. And we felt it was better that we sit back a day and usually by the time we're recording this, which is Monday night, we actually have a confirmed result. Yeah. You know, we had two or three where we were sat there thinking, well, such and such could be third, but we're waiting on the FIA to decide it. Yeah. And that's why... (laughs) It it just wasn't really working for us, so we decided to put it back a day. Yeah, but... But Hopefully the FIA seemed to, so far this year, not be as... Well, it's only Unless your name's Ocon. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> I can see him getting fined for speeding. Thing is, the speeding the penalty, yeah. Thing is, like, the not serving the penalty penalty is not his fault. That's team. Yeah, that's team. The Your pip not being on the grid correctly. I can imagine how difficult it is to place that car. Now, he didn't get a jump start, so he obviously didn't move before the lights went green. No. But they reckon he must have been just slightly too far forward in his box. So it's one of them, that's bad luck. It's probably something that every driver's... Because every driver will want that extra yeah. couple of inches you can get by being right on the front of your line. Mm. And sometimes you just get it wrong. But, yeah, no, like we say, no, we didn't see pre-season testing. Practice I saw, but practice was just practice and Alonso topping timesheets, and it's like, what? Um, and then... Especially if your name's one S. Vettel from Germany who sat back there going, what the frack? Yeah. <laughs> Did I make my decision too soon? But I actually... And I'll tell you what, can we roll back to all those podcasts where we were saying, where we were saying what a bad decision Alonso's making going to Aston Martin? Yeah. You know, do you want some salt for that foot? I know. <laughs> That's what... Yeah, but... I just didn't... Didn't see it coming. I mean... None of us saw it because last season's Aston Martin was a Was dog. shit. It was. And talking as a guy who loves Aston Martin cars, I'm so happy to see the Astins doing well. Yeah. You know, I mentioned that's why Alan's not here tonight, because I'd be calling him an Aston Martin fan all night. <laughs> it was just. And you, know, and you know the meme I sent through the chat. Yeah. <laughs> it was just. When I saw the the practice, I was like, "Ooh, Alonso topping timesheets. That could get very spicy." And you know, there was definitely a fair bit of sandbagging going on this year. In practice, there's a fair bit of sandbagging on going on during that first race. To be honest, I reckon Red Bull will have turned that car down to half power once it got gone. Yeah, because he got he got a hell of a lead, but yet again, it worked on strategy. I mean, qualifying was just the usual qualifying. It wasn't Bahrain. I don't know what it is about Bahrain in terms of... (laughs) I'm going to use the words loosely. It's not that eventful. I think it's... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? It's a very very sterile circuit. Yeah. And I think because, don't forget, the drivers had literally just got off like 10 race distances worth of testing. Yeah. They're all very, very, very familiar with it by the time they get there. Mm. I think that's part, certainly a large part of it. I think they don't... But yeah. I know what you mean. I, you know, it's a circuit I like, as I think I've said before. Yeah, I I've love always, I've always enjoyed it. And, I mean, it provided us with a, what I thought was an entertaining race. It was entertaining. <laughs> but just yeah it just didn't wasn't as 
wasn't as plus there's also factoring yeah there wasn't a lot of heroics but it was the season opener so you can see a lot not wanting to go for the big hero yeah because the last thing you want to do is take an engine and gearbox out of the pool what you mean like the cloud's already done yeah that wasn't driver was it something you've no I actually noticed as as he was pulling to a stop, the middle of the steering wheel said something like refill. Mm. So I wonder if it lost hydraulics or air pressure or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Ferrari have confirmed anything or... Not that what I can see at the moment, no. As to what happened to it. I mean, we know, we're kind of jumping around a little bit, but this is kind of how we do it. Yeah, we always do. But, you know, we had that ongoing issue with the McLaren where they were having to get put in air in it. Yeah, because of his... It's just the, the air system now. There's a few systems on the road operated by air. Uh... I've got a thing in it, like I say. Apparently, it says Leclerc took new Energy Star and Control power unit before the race. Yeah, it did. They got they put a new apparently they put a new battery in. Well, I think they need to go and check if there's any warranty on it. Which was weird. They did. They put a new because they um they put yeah because they, they were doing on the grid. And then they basically they'd put a new battery in. Well, oh, right. Um, because I heard them talking about it in the pre-build-up. The going back a bit here, the grid walk was a bit weird. Wasn't, I actually didn't see. It. Yeah, wasn't as it. usual, but Clarkson was on it. I saw you saying about that. Yeah. Obviously, the farming went must have quietened down at the moment. Well, apparently, his daughter's an F1 fan and something like that, he was saying. But. <laughs> he hadn't taken Caleb with him, had he? Caleb wouldn't bloody go out of the country. <laughs> Only she could take a tractor. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, it was a weird, weird grid walk. Weird, basically, start of the race. I mean, well, the start of the race was interesting. Perez (laughs) didn't get away cleanly at all. Perez had a shit start. I was expecting had a really shit start. Yeah, I was expecting him to have a belter of a start. He had a shit start and then his conversation for it was to run Sykes so far off the side of the track that he very nearly had to pay to get back in. Mm. <laughs> you know, they were well off the side of the circuit. Now he did well to I think to actually grab it back. And then you had the likes of the two Aston Martins coming together. Slightly. Yeah. But, then you had then you had somebody running into Fernando Alonso and nobody dare tell Fernando Alonso who he was. No. <laughs> but fair play that 
to show how rigid the car is, he was lucky to not get a puncher. Yeah, well, let's not forget, that's that same Aston Martin that last year went down the track pulling wheelies. No, he... <laughs> still he... managed to fill the re- finish the race. No, he <laughs> was in the Alpine last year, don't forget. Ah, of course, yeah, I shit corrected. And it was the Alpine that he, that Stroll ended up putting up in the air. Do that. <laughs> but it was like... When... I'm, I'm not going to shit on Stroll because... I still gave a solid result. I still there. think that seat should be given to somebody else. But to have his bike accident, have surgery on his hands, literally like keyhole surgery he had on his hands as well, a broken toe on one of his feet, and to be back in racing again, and to be cleared fit for racing. Yeah, I watched practice and his hands were, uh, in FP2, he basically was taking his hand, one of uh, his left hand out of the cockpit and over so he could cross because it was, and the vibration was wrecking his hands a bit. But for him to finish where he did, fair play. Oh yeah, definitely. But maybe somebody needs to tell him, look. It's the green car. He's your teammate. You know. Yeah. Each, maybe, I, don't, maybe don't run into Fernando. Yeah. Try not to. Yeah. Try not to run into him. Because, <laughs> you know, he... That's, that's he, not part of El plan. He won't like you very much if you do. <laughs> Apparently he spent a good deal of the race asking on the radio about it. Who it was. Yeah. yeah. And nobody told him. <laughs> I don't know if they told him or not, because they must have done, because he saw what happened when they showed him it in the cool-down room. I, I reckon they'll have told him on the cool-down lab, because, you know, if they didn't, some reporter would have collared him for a race interview and gone, what do you think about Stroll running into the back here, then? Yeah, and it's like, wait, what? And they don't want it a controlled reaction. Because other than that, he was in one of the jolliest moods I think I've ever seen him in. Yeah. They say that when they're driving round Mercs. I mean, you put anybody in a good mood, but... Yeah, well, it didn't... The... I don't think the camera caught what he'd said to Stroll. Hmm. I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was along the lines of... Uh, something like, you fucking something. <laughs> Basically, because of... Oh, no, that was it. Is it something like you're my fucking hero or something like that? Because of, mm. I can't. I think it was Fernando himself that had had a similar thing and done something similar. So mm. I think he understood. It's just like, yeah. I mean, we're sat here talking about Fernando, but yet again, last season we talked about Fernando, but for other things like the fact yeah. that the Alpine, the Alpine went wheelie. But finish the race, but to be talking about him because he was on the podium, it was like, and he's been very hot, sort of a hot topic ever since he announced he was going to Aston Martin. Well, like I say, I'll stand by and say, we all thought that was going to be a mistake. We did. We've been proven wrong. 
we have. I mean, yeah, I bet it did piss Mercedes off. Well, I mean... Would you, would you one of the customer cars well and truly out-drag them? Yeah. I mean, not on the Hamilton fans will have been upset already because Nico was Nico was on the screen and high praising Fernando. I'm sorry, you know, my I love it when they do that when Sky wheel Nico out because you can hear the Hamilton fans frothing at a distance. Great. Yeah, but what? Because I was watching it and he was bigging Fernando up, and I was just sat there thinking, "Oh, love it." <laughs> And I mean, yeah, Fernando may not be the youngest driver there. Well, he's now the oldest, isn't he? I think so. Well, who else on that grid? The exception of somebody like maybe K-Mag, but I'm pretty sure Fernando is now the oldest driver. Because Hamilton's 30-odd. I think Alonso's 41, isn't he? I think he's, Alonso is in his 40s. But it's just... I, I know, I thought they listening, yeah, that's so old. <laughs> but it's just like... You know, he's no... He's clearly still got the speed. He's, he's, no, he's still got the ability. Exactly, that's what I mean. He's no spring chicken, but... To be able to do... What he does at that age... I mean, well, it's like it's the likes of Mario and like to talk about somebody else that was is old enough. It's like Mario Andretti when he got in the McLaren mm. <laughs> at his age, and it's just like how fair player probably couldn't do it now. <laughs> and it's just. It boggles me because it's like, you know, we sit here, we can talk the talk, you know, we take the pace, we do it on the, you know, we drive on the game. Mm. But I'm sure as shit confident there was no way I would be able to get into an F1 car. Oh no, I would never, I'd never fit in one. And do what they do. Not a Kainel's chance. I mean, yeah, I know they spend a lot of time on, you know, they spend time on Sim and stuff like that. But it's not just, obviously, about the simulator from them. It's reaction times, Mm. it's fitness levels, and... And it's just like... Holy crap, you know, you've got they are some of the best among some of the best drivers in the world. Oh yeah. Alonso Alonso probably some of the best athletes yeah, in the world. Alonso has ninety nine podiums. And getting number one hundred this year doesn't seem entirely unlikely the way things are going. No. <laughs> That's, you know, even Max doesn't have them podiums. Max has only got 78. <laughs> Perez has only got 27. 99 will put him, I would reckon, probably in the top 
five of all time, wouldn't it? Well, Hamilton's got 191. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hang on, don't say it. Um, next, Schumacher. But it will be. Yeah, but don't forget there was a lot less races back when he won. Yeah, but it will be Schumacher because of the record hmm. as well. I mean... <laughs> it's just... Ah, uh, yeah. An article here from the 20th of February, so probably don't take into account. Goes Lewis, mm. Michael, yep. Seb, yep. Prost, yeah, and and the King, Senna. No, King Kimmy. Kimmy. Yeah, he's apparently number five with a hundred and three. Bloody hell! I didn't realise Kimmy had had that many. Yeah, don't forget he had two world championships when he was at Ferrari. No, for one, sorry, wasn't it? One, two thousand and seven. But he also, they said, didn't he, until literally this weekend, he had the record for the longest gap between podiums. Alonso did, yeah. No, Kimi, Alonso's just got it. Kimi Alon- had it. Yeah, Kimi had it, but Alonso... Has got it this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, Kimi had it, because like, obviously he did it when he went out and tried rallying and that. Mm-hmm. I still love it. You remember the famous story of how Kimi Raikkonen nearly bankrupted Lotus in their first season? Yeah. When he put a clause in his contract, he got paid per point. <laughs> when it scored about 300. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, Mercedes were just, Mercedes were all right. They weren't. I think Mercedes have to take away that was about the best they were going to get. Like, yeah. I don't think they didn't expect an Aston Martin to be in front of them, but unfortunately, they've kind of painted themselves in a corner. I think this small side pod design just doesn't work. No. But the cost and the points it would take to develop a car back to nearer the norm. I mean, did they say is it 2026 when we're getting the next regulation changes? They say. Well, 2026 would be engines as well, won't it? So I think Merck are going to have to try and just work with this until then. Yeah. Because obviously, like well, I say... Because to... Audi coming in 2026. Yeah, and Ford. They're not... They're going with Red Bull, aren't they? Yeah. Going to be a bit weird. I know they're going as a spawn... Well, it's supposed to be going as a sponsor, but... <sighs> I tell you, it just says wonders to me when... At a time when the entire world is apparently going electric mad. Formula E is dying a death and we've got new we've got new manufacturers going into F1. Yeah. What does that tell you about what the manufacturers think the world's doing? Hmm. <laughs> but where's the most money at the minute? Where seems what, what racing series seems to bring the most money at the point? At this point. Not a VF1, are it? It will be. I mean, look at the calendar this year. Uh, 23 Ray. I still say we're bordering on the insane with that. Well, it was supposed to be 24, but 
China got dropped, didn't it? Hmm. And Russia's now probably not going to happen again for a long time. Yeah, I can't see that coming back. I mean, you've got the, you know, you had the likes of South Africa, which didn't happen. There was talks about that. Obviously, wasn't that just down to circuit accreditation? They couldn't quite get. No, there was a bit of corruption gone wrong again. Of course, there was. It was Africa. And but, I mean, I thought a couple of them circuits could obviously. It's... Getting what they call the gold accreditation to be able to host F1 is not the easiest. You've got to have all the facilities in place. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why in England we don't get Donington and that doing it anymore. Because even though they did in the past, the circus is just not capable anymore. Hmm. Now look. La Salle. Obviously we've got Qatar this year. Yeah, I'll... All the game stuff was talking about that, wasn't it? Well, that was something to do with the drop as well. I just... And of course, Vegas. <sighs> the calendar is one of the most... I know we're going away from the race, but the calendar is one of the most... According, you know... They keep saying, oh yeah, F1 wants to be, you know, carbon neutral by blah de blah de blah such and such date. And it's like, you want to be carbon neutral, but yet you keep... You mess it out all over the bloody planet. Yeah. You keep going from the likes of, you know, you've got to go from Saudi to Australia, but then you've got to go from Australia to Azerbaijan, then to America, back into Europe, to then go to Canada to come back to Europe, into Britain, quite class that as Europe. Um, then <laughs> we back... are to... no, we are still you. Let's not drink that debate. But we are Europe. Which is we are European Union. Yeah, there is a marked difference. Yeah, well, back you know back to Europe for a long time, then across to Asia, then back out to like. UAE territory for Qatar and stuff, then back to the States for the Circuit of Americas mm. or quarter, then to Mexico, Brazil, back to Vegas. Yeah, but at least they have stayed on one continent sort of thing. That's still not actually as big as this. And then back to the UAE. Because Abu Dhabi pays a lot of money to be the finale. Yeah. Which is what I'm getting the feeling is why Bahrain is becoming the host race because money is being chucked. I think it's also to do with they've moved the testing out there instead of Barcelona. Yeah. And it's just, it's actually probably almost the other way. It's not a case of money being chucked, it's a case of. Convenience. Well, the cars are here. Let's not spend the money to ship them to another part of the world. Hmm. But, yeah, it's one of the... I know we've had the discussion before. We've always said, you know, whether plays a part and, you know, when... Oh, it 100% does, yeah. Other yeah, events yeah. that are happening at the tracks, you know, that's why they probably slot it around the dates they do. Well, not just the tracks. It's other events in general. Hmm. And it's also to do with um, 
teams and stuff because you know these teams are probably don't forget McLaren have like the the IndyCar teams and that. And I can't ima- I'd imagine there's a bit of crossover goes on. Oh yeah. And it's just it's it's mad to think you know they kept pushing all that carbon neutral stuff, but yet they've still not managed to organise. We would have had China in there as well. Mm. Hence why we've got a. Where's that gap at? There's another big gap somewhere. I can't remember now, and I haven't got the calendar up in front of me. 17th to the 19th of March. 31st of March to the 2nd of April is Australia. Oh, there it is, yeah. From Australia to Azerbaijan, there's a massive gap because it's the 28th of April, Mm. and China would have been slotted right in there. Yeah. That's a hell of a gap. Great. Um, and then obviously we have summer break after Belgium. No. Yes, summer break after Belgium. Hmm. As usual, but hmm. I saw Red Bull, you know, I saw Max sort of winning Bahrain because it's like, he's clear. Unless he screws. Oh, like last year, the cars let them down. Yeah. Red Bull have got it. As the commentator said, just remember, this time last year, Red Bull scored a double DNF. Yep. But he had, that's the thing, he'd never... He'd always started at Bahrain, but he'd never had a podium there. No. Perez has actually won there, but not in a Red Bull. No, it was in a racing Fourth point. India. Sorry, Aston Martin. No, it wasn't an Aston, by the No, no Perez was... never drove an Aston. No, he, it was BW, um, it was sponsored by BWT, but it was, yeah, it was Force India before. Aston they... Martin took over. It, was, it actually technically wasn't the Bahrain Grand Prix, it was that Sakia no. Grand Prix, wasn't it? Yeah. Is that where he went from whatever to winning? Yeah, he got spun out on the first lap, didn't he? Ended up right at the back. From last to first. Drove his way right through to winning. A bit like one of your miracle drives. <laughs> no wrong with my miracle drives. But... <sighs> Yeah, the race was just what it was. It was just... Yes, you had your... We had, we had some interesting battles in the midfield. Um, we had Ocon's battle with the pit lane. And the FIA, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he ended up with 20 seconds of penalties. That's the kind of thing we end up with. Was it 20 or 35 in the end? He got five originally for the start infringement. He then got another five... For the guys working on the car. And then he got 10 for the guys working on the car. And then he got another 5 for speeding in the pit lane. Now the only good thing is. At least in real life. He could serve all 15 at once. You know what the game's like. It only makes you serve 5 at a time. Yeah. But yeah. He ended up. <laughs> it, that was just like. But I mean. It was one of those races. We had no, no safety cars. No, 
Bahrain's a usual. Like I say, we well we did we didn't have a full safety car. We had a VSC. Hmm. And the VSC was because of carbon fibre on the track. Yeah. The FIA didn't even meatball flag. Ocon? It was Ocon when he had the big piece of carbon fibre hanging off the front. Yeah, they didn't meatball him. They didn't chuck it. They obviously felt he was, it wasn't that big an issue. I know the commentators were going on about it, but... Mm. And another thing about what Sky have done recently, and I get why they're trying to do it, but... They were really plugging this new onboard. Yeah, they thought you can ride on any onboard with any car you want. Yeah. And listening on team radio and stuff like that, they were really plugging that. Mm. As long as they don't, because... as long as they don't bring drone camera back, we'll be all right. <laughs> you really didn't like drone cam, did you? It was awful. <laughs> like I said, I'm a drone owner myself, and I'm to. Well, we know you drone on on occasions. No, but you watch that on a you watch that on a big screen telly and you see the drone moving the way it was somebody suffering from motion sickness would feel physically ill if it's that bad (laughs) yeah i didn't like the drone camera but you were gonna what were you gonna say about the onboard thing it's just sky pushing obviously what they've spent the money on lately isn't it yeah like pushing Mm. trying to justify the money they get off you every month Oh yeah. I was admit, I didn't try it myself, even though I was watching on a Q box, I didn't Yeah. I got a good deal out of them this year. Not Sky well, Sky themselves, but it's now it's now T V in it. But yeah. I I got a good deal. Twenty quid for tw- <laughs> twenty quid for twelve months. It's not bad, yeah. I kind of flip between Sky is what it is. I mean I I've something I've said before, it's not on the show say to you. And this is such a first world rant and to anyone outside the UK makes no sense. But for years, people used to complain that Sky would be like £100 a month if you had high packages. Yeah. But now people go and pay a tenner to Netflix, a tenner to Amazon, a tenner mm. to Discovery, a tenner to Paramount. You know, a tenner to frigging this, that and the other. And they all oh, get such a good deal because I'm now giving 80 quid to eight different companies rather than 80 quid to one company. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. At least, at least when Sky had the monopoly, you could go to one place and get everything. Yeah. Like I said, I've told you, I'm pissed off that that second series of Your Honor has gone to friggin' Paramount Plus. Hmm. But it's the way it is. Yeah, but... that's just what TV's like in this country. It's. I mean, if you don't want to pay Sky, there are other methods. Some legal, some not, and. Hmm. Take your choice. But yeah, I mean, excuse me. As you know, I I use like Now TV, and I've I've had, I guess it's Sky, but I've had good deals out of them for mm. for what being able to watch and the races to be able to do the podcast. I mean, I'll never get away with watch alongs. Mm. 
on Twitch. I'll never get away with it. It's been a t- it's been a thought that's been in my head because I was wondering <laughs> how a certain other um, people used to do it. WTF one. Mm. I want to know how the hell they did it. But unfortunately, it's not. You know, it's not the same. I've tried. I've tried. You. you know, I've tried to like have a look at what sort of stuff they're producing as well, and it's like mm, it's not the same anymore. It just doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't have the the dry. Well, not the dry, but the spark that. The same with the same with the Top Gear wasn't the same once the main three left. Yeah. There's just a certain magic sometimes that you just can't replicate. You can't. Well, you you can't force it. Yeah. You can't expect it. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. And. I mean, what are you? What's your thoughts on this going to be on this season then? Uh, I know it's on. I know we've only had a race so far. Looking very interesting to me. I must admit, it's looking. You know, we've got a few new faces. You know, as I said, Aston Manley. I mean, Williams put on a really good, strong showing. Yeah, Albon got a point, and. Um, Sergeant was only, was he 12th? 12th. Logan Sergeant. Sergeant Logan. Mm. Logan <laughs> Sergeant was... 12. So you 12. know what I mean? So it's not like... That's a massive... I think that's it. I think where they're saying, you know, what happened to Haas. I don't necessarily think it's something happened to Haas. I think it's more just other teams have got better. Mm. And unfortunately, when teams go up, somebody else has to go down to match. You know, Piastri had his debut, was kind of looking good, still don't rate the guy, and <laughs> a DNF for him, because he had a problem. Thing is, with... though, is, is Piastri there, because is Piastri what Merck are hoping are their next ticket? Nah. Because I've said to you, right now, I think Merck have an issue. If Hamilton decides at the end of this year... To go. Merck, to me, have a problem. Well, they got Merck. Would he be ready to throw straight into the main car? You'd want him a season as a second driver, really, wouldn't you? You know, and... I mean, we've we've got through the teams... Lando is tied to McLaren until about 2026, something like that. I believe so, he had the contract extension. You know, uh, Piastri's the big green. I don't think they have album because of his Red Bull links. So unless there's a curveball option, which is they managed to coax someone like Leclerc out of Ferrari. Yeah. They're pretty much stuck. I think the likes of Piastri and Piastri is what they're thinking is the future. Yeah. I... I don't... I think F1 mess. I think F1 have messed up here. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm looking through the results page for Bahrain and apparently at the bottom it says no, Nico Hulkenberg 
Well, Hulkenberg received 15-second time penalty for multiple track limit violations. Track limits, yeah, he did. Towards did the end he? of the race, we got, we got marked at the top of the thing saying he was on black and, black and what's it flag. Oh, I know he was on that, but I didn't realise he'd received a time penalty. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. I thought they'd messed up. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm. Like I say, I'm not sure about Hulkenberg coming back to Haas. I get why they've done it. I get, you know, two experienced guys in the car. But if the, if that car's mm. not underneath them, I mean, they've tried to save money. I mean, you've seen the size of ha- Haas's pit box. The I know it's like a three-person one. It's like tiny. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like. Is that them now trying to save money to plough into the car? I think that's a lot of it, yeah. I think it's budget caps and just trying to... Yeah, I think I think they got a lot of, lot of positive out of last season, which they did, we saw it. Mm. And they were trying to build on it. Now, like I said, I don't think necessarily read a lot of bad into them this year. I mean, don't forget, Hulk got into Q3. I know that was the thing. Like I said, I just think I, I just think some other teams. If you think if both McLaren, and, uh, both Aston Martin and Williams have made a good step forwards, that's four cars that passed them. Hmm. You know, and they were probably only fourth or fifth best car before that. I mean, that puts you pretty much down at the back. Yeah, because Hulk was starting in tenth after qualifying. I think K-Mag was about 14th, wasn't he? K-Mag started 17th. 17th in the end, right? Mm. I've got the qualifying results in front of me. Mm. Um, I know that you did, that's why I'm not arguing with you. Yeah, because Gasly started last. De Vries, Piastri, K-Mag, Logan Sargent, Albon... Because he got knocked out of Q2. Uh, then you had Yuki, Guan Bossas, Norris, Hulkenberg, Ocon, Stroll, Hamilton, Russell. Alonso started fifth. Mm. Then Sainz and Leclerc, Perez and Max. And I mean, it's kind of crazy that these times, you know, you had Max that set a 129.7, Perez 129.8, obviously Leclerc was a 130 dead and a 130.1 for signs, but Alonso was there with a 130.3. So, right up there. Yeah. And it was like... <laughs> yeah, again, going back to him. He knows how to get the best out of a car. Oh, but he, yeah. he also knows when a car's not working for him. But I bet he didn't expect... I mean, it was good luck on their part for that, for Leclerc and his Ferrari issue 
But let's be honest, that only gained them one place. They had the Mercs beaten on raw pace. Oh, yeah. They had the, the Mercs beaten. <laughs> but he also... The, the thing is, Alonso's a bit like Perez. He knows how to manage tyres. He knows how to manage the entire race. Hmm. <laughs> but he yeah, does. He spends most of his time managing everybody else's cars. Yeah. And I get why, you know, I get why Formula One is doing what they're doing, you know, bringing the younger talent in. But... At I, some point we need to, or else we'll, we'll run out. Yeah, that's what I mean. But you've noticed that some of them, like, for the likes of Perez and Alonso and... The people that... The, one, the drivers that have the experience, they, you know, can prove that they've still got it. Oh, yeah. It was just a shame that Kimmy going, you know, Kimmy never was never really given another chance. Well, to be fair, he did that first season in the Lotus, he did really well. Hmm. Well, that was just one of those. Unfortunately, not everybody can have a top run car. No, but it's like Vettel as well. Vettel did, was doing well. Obviously, he was, in, he was a rebel. But, and his Ferrari, you know, he, he won with Ferrari, but it just didn't, once you start moving down the order away from the higher teams. You basically, yeah. There's only, there's only, what, call it three good, at the moment, there's three, possibly four cars you could win a race with. Red Bull. Red Bull, Ferrari. Ferrari. I'd say Merco and Aston. Yeah, Merck. You could theoretically win a race with any of those. I'd yeah. say the other six you've not really got a chance with. No. So that means that of 20 cars, only eight of them are potentially capable. So not everybody's able to get a race winning car. That's just life. Mm. <laughs> now, unfortunately, especially somebody who's on the back end of their career, he's not going to get first choice because the teams don't want necessarily want the older guys in because you put a lot of time and money developing one for a guy who's going to go and retire next year. Yeah. At least if you put it into a young guy, you can normally tie him into a good contract and you've got a future there. Yeah. And it's just... See, Hamilton made a statement. He turned around and said, you know, that he probably wouldn't retire until he got number eight. But if he <laughs> ha- if if he has a shit season this year, so I say he won't until he gets number eight. But there is absolutely no guarantee that he's going to be anywhere near a car capable of it. No. Again, really, and I don't know. That sounds horrible, but that's. I, think... I can't see Merck pulling out of this nosedive unless they completely abandon this design. And I think they're too proud to do that. The weird thing is, Toto would come out with something saying that, you know, they've got Im- upgrades for Imola and everything, but then they will look at scrapping and that old stuff like that. But it's like... It's one of those, it's a difficult one. Because you take like it with a pinch of salt. 
to redesign from the ground up major, major work. And in fact, I don't think it's doable in the budget caps. No. But you hit a point where how much time do you spend developing what clearly isn't good? Or to put your expression is how much do you, how much time do you uh, spend polishing a turd? You can't polish a turd, but you can roll it in glitter and make it sparkle. But the car's not to the shit. The car's not to the shitbox level it was last year. You say that, but they finished about the same gap behind Red Bull that they did last year. Now, the problem is, it's all right, you think, because we're going over, oh, yeah, well, the six tenths of a second behind right now. Mm. Okay, yeah, we can probably develop six tenths of a second out of that car. But all the other teams are developing at the same time, so you're, the, the target you're aiming for is constantly moving. Yeah, but the, the upgrade that they were going to bring, or whether they bring to Imola, is only going to give them one point. No, is, is, what did they say? Zero point. Basically, it's like a tenth of improvement in time. Yeah, but you've, you've kind of got to assume that every other team's probably got similar oh, yeah. packages on the way. Like I say, it's early season. We'll see. Oh, yeah. We can't read a lot into it right now. No. No. Let's give it... Let's give it till... Uh... Come back at about Imola and then we may be able to talk. Yeah. We'll see what happens after... Imola. Because... It's going to be... It's going to be an interesting season. I will say, well-deserved driver of the day for Fernando. I think I honestly think that was... Oh, yeah. ...the right call. He, he survived several Larry incidents. Yeah. And another teammate impact. <laughs> but it is lucky it didn't puncture him. If that had a punctured, it punctured his oh, that, uh, tyre... That... That wasn't far from both Aston Martins in a barrier. Yeah. But instead it was both continued to a third and a sixth, which is fantastic result for that team. Yeah. But again, the way you overtook Hamilton, when he did the move on um, Science. Mm. Oh, it was the Hamilton move was the best. I know the Science one, we were going to fight the oversteer and full left hand turn it towards <laughs> Science's car. <laughs> And as far as I'm aware, didn't touch. No, they didn't. Wasn't far off. Nope. But didn't touch. But it was like the Hamilton where he ends up going around the outside, switches back on him. I mean, apparently they've made the wing mirrors bigger as well. Why have I got visions of having, like, bus mirrors off the side of them or something? Well, that's what the, that was the discussion. They've actually made the wing mirrors a bit bigger because They're still probably pretty much useless. Not maybe, but Hamilton ended up complaining about a tear off in his in, in his rear brake duct. I had one because we were talking about that before. Because was it um, Yuki thought he had one in his side pod at one point? Hmm. Does that seem to have become more of an issue recently, or is it just me? No, the tear-offs are an issue. 
they need to do something about the tear-offs. Well, Brundle said when he raced, he was sort of an unwritten rule that you had to drop them in the car. In a pocket or something. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, even if you just dropped them down into the footwell, I'm sure you, there's not a lot in there that... Could. ...that you're going to disturb, is you know, unless you're around your foot, but... Well... It's not like it's a bottle that's going to get jammed under a pedal. No. As long as it doesn't... You know, as long as it didn't get into it hot and melt plastic. Yeah, but there's plenty of other plastic things in that cockpit that would melt if it was hot enough for that to be an issue. Well, yeah. <laughs> but for them to be able to see that out of the mirror, the mirrors must be a bit bigger. Hmm. But they, they seemed very... Everybody in that first corner was just very sort of gingerly. They were definitely playing it safe. Yeah, but it's the first corner of the first race. Nobody wants to be the one who bins the car there. Stroll nearly did. <laughs> to be fair, you can actually put a little bit of that blame onto it. He said Alonso was cutting back hard. Yeah, but if Alonso hadn't cut <laughs> back hard, he'd have gone in the side of... Um... <laughs> Where was he at? Uh... I think he was fighting Hamilton. with George at that point, wasn't he? <laughs> he, was either ha- he was fighting with either Hamilton or Russell. Hmm. He was fighting with one of the Mercs, so if he hadn't cut back hard, then... Oh yeah. I mean, I'm just hoping that this season that changes have been made at Silverstone. Hmm. Because you don't want a repeat of last season. Oh yeah. Have they done the changes to Spain then? As far as I'm aware, yes. That's that's, that that was the link that we got shown the other day. Yeah, I know you'd shown some it, but it was. I can't remember if they'd actually done it or not. It's going to be interesting. Taking that. Yeah. I don't like the last chicane. Is it? Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, you ne- you never liked the last chicane there anyway. I so never liked that last. Way, yeah, I don't like the last. Yeah, I don't like the last chicane of Spain. It's going to make that last corner and onto the main straight very, very, quick. very fast though. Yeah. Especially if we've got a DRS zone down there, that's going to be a very, very quick piece of tank. Unless they decide to shorten the DRS zones, like they did at Bahrain. Possibly might find the need to, because it might end up... But I don't know, we haven't we haven't seen the full breakdown no, of it yet. But, because they did, didn't they? They shortened one of the DRS zones. Yeah. Uh... Is there anything you want to add before we wrap up? Uh, we've obviously got the other thing to talk about still, the yeah. new edition for this season. Um, from the race, no, really, I think we've covered. I mean, I'm interested to hear feedback from the guys listening. You know, What did you guys think? Was it as you expected? What surprised you? Like I say, I will say none of us saw the Aston Mine coming other than that. Red Bull were keen to get the monkey off the back, which was what happened last year at Bahrain. Yeah. But as was it, Crofty said, was it for the last nine years, the person who finished second at the season opener went on to win the championship. Uh, who, <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus, that's Perez, wasn't it? Yeah. No, I mean, it was Max then, but 
it was Perez that finished second this mm. year. And like I've said, Perez. Yeah, no. Perez. If I don't have it, I must be said because no, because Max DNF. It must have been basically it was long lines of whoever for the last about nine years the winner at Bahrain has not won the championship. No. Which I know is superstitious bull crap, but it's always quite entertaining. Yeah, well, Leclerc won last year. Was it Leclerc? Yeah. And then didn't win the championship because Max did. Yeah. Yeah. We'll say Max DNF'd, as we remember. But yeah, yeah no, that's all, I've, that's all I've got to add. Just nice to see some of the graphics were updated a little bit as well. We had some new, easier to read, I felt in places. When... <laughs> When they got it right, of course, because I mean, then Max on the wrong tyres at one point. Yeah, and during practice there was no graphics at all. During one practice session, the graphics cut out because they screwed up. Oh yeah. Was it during the race or was it during practice? They accidentally, or was it qualifying? They accidentally kept the F1 replay graphic up. Yes, I think that was even the race. I remember seeing that. And it's it like a replay graphic, but it wasn't a replay. It was live. It was live, and it was like, um, oops. <laughs> but as we say, start the season technical. You know, there's gonna yeah. be niggling issues. Must have been somebody's first day on the job in the. Uh, and probably the last graphics room. <laughs> How did the commentators not see that? Because don't they get the live feed? Yeah, they get the TV feed. Just They're watching five other screens at the same time. Yeah. Because I'm sure... Anyway, Croft, as, we, it... as, we know, as we know, Croft is quite known for not note. There's times when Ivan, there's something to me that's obvious, that just because they're looking at other things. Yeah. And it's just like, if I think if Crofty had have seen that, he probably would have said something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, new for the 2023 season, we're not doing predictions anymore. We're not going to bring... Well, we never did predictions. We tried it and then it never... We tried, Yeah, but <laughs> not everybody was here all the time and hmm. it got a little bit, you know, we went, it got a bit awry. Well, this, ladies and gentlemen, isn't going to go awry because we can keep an eye on this so if i do this this is our mini league in the fantasy formula one so obviously me and david have got one team only so obviously as you can see where my cursor is that's my team that is david's team these are alan's teams yeah, for some reason, Alan went for the um, let's run everything approach. But kind of hasn't helped him so far, has it? No, you there, you jammy twit, <laughs> seems to have... Managed to get in the lead. Yeah. So, my team is here, you, you know, Max. And that's the weirdest thing, because Ocon and Gasly lost me points, and so did McLaren. No, Gasly gained you 20. Oh no, it sorry. Says Gasly plus 20 on my screen. Oh yeah, it is. No, Gasly got me 20. Ocon lost me 17 and McLaren lost me 10. Wait, so how did you 
you doubled on your Max Verstappen as well, when it was the good for doing your real win. I knew I was going to double on Max. I was going to definitely double down on Max. So, <laughs> one of Alan's teams, and that's the weirdest thing. He, I don't get why he got. It's saying on obviously, on his team, what first team. Why is he getting a non-negative buff? I've no unless he unlocks something. Because you've got like the unlocks things, haven't you? The mm. chips, unless it's one of those. Yeah. Which is kind of weird because he does have negative points, as ah, you can see. Yeah. One chip can be selected per race week. I didn't know about these until now. I didn't know about that either. Right, I need to look if, at that. If, yeah, I don't already that off stream, but if you look. Yeah, I need to look at that. Um, but he did have negative points there. Mm. And then Alan's other team. Yeah, because he put the autopilot thing on and all for that one. For mm. So as you can see, Alan has gone for... And me and Alan were discussing something. Uh, we were discussing... I think it was last... Friday? We basically had said... What's the betting? Before we even knew... Could view David's team... We said... What is the betting? David goes for Perez. Because David... Likes to... Uh, and has made no... Oh yeah... I've I, I I'm a big fan of Sergio. Yeah. And I... And we both said he will go for Perez, and he did. So, you know, I think what cost you? What cost me is Leclerc. Lewis Leclerc and McLaren. <clears throat> really? And then, obviously, Alan's last team. He's got Alonso, Norris, Ocon. DeVries, Leclerc, McLaren, and Aston Martin. So that team's not doing him so good. But, right now, after one race, which is unusual for me, I'm actually winning. <laughs> but I know that's not going to last. But it might. We'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's basically what it is at the moment so yeah we're gonna finish this one off here so hopefully you uh, have enjoyed listening to this it will be under on a YouTube playlist under a podcast because that's something brand new for YouTube so we're trying it that way but it's still on our playlist anyways it's just classed as a podcast fair enough so yeah thank you for joining us don't forget to like subscribe and comment let us know your thoughts of the race in the comments all the links are in the description and we shall see you next time so until then so long folks and thank you for listening goodbye for now <laughs>